0: Hey you, listening to this podcast, be the cool friend who shares. Don't be the only one in your social circles in the know about stuff going on in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Share this podcast with your friends and tell them we can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or just about any other podcast app simply by searching for Archdiocese of St. Louis. It might be the easiest evangelization you can do, and you'll feel good for sharing. A new bishop in Missouri and upcoming events for parishes and young adults on this Catholic Gateway Podcast weekly news update. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Catholic Gateway Podcast weekly news update. I am your host, Gabe Jones. Let's take a look at what is happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis. This is the week of February 5th, 2018. Archbishop Carlson will be in Jefferson City on Tuesday, February 6th for the Episcopal ordination of Bishop-elect Sean McKnight. Bishop-elect McKnight will become the fourth bishop of the Diocese of Jefferson City since its founding in 1956. He secedes St. Louis native Bishop John Gatos, who announced his retirement in November. Livestream information for the ordination can be found at diojeffcity.org. For parishes and individuals interested in parish missionary disciples, there will be an Ignite the Parish seminar hosted at the Cardinal Regali Center from 8:45 a.m. to 12 45 p.m. on Saturday, February 10th. Topics discussed will include mental prayer, lexio divina, personal testimony, and more. If you or your parish would be interested in attending this event, please contact Michael Horn with the Office of Laity and Family Life at 314-792-7178 to RSVP. And newsflash, Lent is coming. Are you prepared? Ash Wednesday is February 14th this year, also known as Valentine's Day. Though it's not a holy day of obligation, there is no dispensation for Catholics from the fasting and abstinence requirements of the day. That means no meat and two small meals and one larger meal with no snacking in between. Visit stlouisreview.com slash eatmorefish for more information about fish fries, a penance generator, and more. For all you young adults listening, the next Theology on Tap will be held on Tuesday, February 13th. That's Fat Tuesday, the day before Ash Wednesday. At Kirkwood Station Brewing, from 7 p.m. to about 8.30 p.m., Bishop Rivetuso will be presenting The Lenten Journey. As we anticipate beginning The Lenten Journey on Ash Wednesday, it's important to ask ourselves the question, what impels me in my daily life? Rather than recreating the same laundry list of resolutions, Bishop Rivetuso encourages us to resolve to follow Jesus and to resolve to become more like him. He will share that the best Lenten resolution is not to give something up, but to to be more by giving more of ourselves. Visit stlyoungadults.com for more.
1: One, 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 unos. Two, 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 duos. Three, 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 Three. Tres. One, two, three, four, five. Four, 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 cuatro. Four. Five, 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 quinque. Quintessentials. 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 Five things you need to know. Five things you need to know. Five things you need to know.
0: I'll give you five things you need to know. That's right. It's time for the five quintessential stories from the St. Louis Review, handpicked by the staff for you to share and discuss this week. You can find these stories at stlouisreview.com/five-things or in the paper dated February 5th. 2018.
1: One. One.
0: One. As the Archdiocese of St. Louis celebrates Catholic Schools Week, the Academy of the Sacred Heart traces its roots to the founding of Catholic education here 200 years ago. Jennifer Brinker has this story and shares more on the second half of the podcast. Stay tuned for my interview with her.
1: Two. Two. Two.
0: The Billiken Teacher Corps brought together eight schools for a day of fun, games, and faith at the inaugural Catholic School Olympics. The Billiken Teacher Corps is a partnership between St. Louis University and the Archdiocesan Catholic Education Office, which started in the 2015-2016 school year. The two-year program gives graduate students the chance to earn a master's degree from SLU while gaining practical experience teaching in Catholic schools across the Archdiocese. Dave Luking has this story.
2: Three.
1: Three. Three.
0: The Ignatian Spirituality Project offers retreats based on the Ignatian Spiritual Exercises for people who are homeless. Jennifer Brinker talked to Dalnita McGaw, who testifies to the program's spiritual power. four. four, four. A heart attack victim at St. Simon Catholic Church in South County and his rescuers praised the AED device that saved his life and in the process they formed a unique bond. Joe Kenny explains in this week's paper five5. Five. Five. Joe Kenny also shares the story of volleyball standout Gabby Blossom from St. Joseph's Academy, now on her way to Penn State. You can find these stories and more in the St. Louis Review dated February 15, 2018, or online at stluisreview.com. That is a look at what's happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Remember, for these stories, events, and more, visit archstl.org or com. And of course, remember to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast news update for this week. And now... We're going to get to an interview with Jennifer Brinker, talking about 200 years of Catholic education here in St. Louis. But first, here is Michael Horn with the Office of Laity and Family Life, talking more about the precepts of the Church.
2: On the topic, still, of the graces of the Holy Eucharist, which are manifold... It is important that the Eucharist unites us as the body of Christ, as the mystical body of the Church. And so the Eucharist makes us the Church. And we who receive the Eucharist are united most closely to Christ and to one another as we partake of this holy sacrament. Holy Communion renews us, it strengthens us, and deepens our incorporation into the Church as the body of Christ. So in baptism, we were first called to form that one body, and the Eucharist fulfills this calling for us. And as St. Paul writes, the cup of blessing which we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? And the bread which we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? And so there is one bread, and we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. And furthermore, the Eucharist unites us to all Christians. As St. Augustine once wrote, O sacrament of devotion, O sign of unity, O bond of charity, And so the Eucharist unites us to our brothers and sisters in Christ, and it unites us in charity as well and calls us to be witnesses of love. And so the Eucharist is often called the sacrament of charity. And so the Eucharist unites us in charity and grants us the graces that we need to be witnesses to love and to bring the gospel to others through our example of love as we imitate Christ whom we have received in the sacrament.
0: Last week, around the country, it was celebrated as Catholic Schools Week. And of course, here in St. Louis, we have a long tradition of Catholic schools, 200 years to be exact, uh, that we're celebrating here in 2018. And so St. Louis Review reporter Jennifer Brinker uh, went to uh, the place where it all began, right? Yes. Jennifer, thanks for coming on the podcast today to talk about this. Thank you. So your story in the review uh, dated um, the week of February 5th through 11th. Uh, has the, the Living Our Faith section is where it all began. St. Philippine Duchenne came here to teach. 200 years later, we celebrate our tradition in Catholic Schools Week. So um, talk about what you went out to see. You went out to the Academy of the Sacred Heart and saw some interesting stuff. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. So I went out to the Academy of the Sacred Heart on Monday, and they celebrate you know, Catholic Schools Week every year, and this year was uh, certainly a highlight, being the 200th anniversary of the founding of their school in 1818. Um, and what was really neat to see is they had an oversized world map on the floor and students surrounding it, and they had two of their students dress up as um, St. Madeline Sophie Barra, um, the foundress, and their um, uh, St. Rose Philippine Duchenne. And so they showed the journey that um Philippine made to the United States, to the New World, and the impression that she and the community is made in the U.S. and Canada as well as worldwide, um, so they, they had candles um, placed on the map to kind of show the different places where the community has a presence, which is really neat, but the very cool thing was um, they have developed a lesson plan uh, on You know what it was like when Philippine came to the new world and you know the sacrifices that she made and so this lesson plan is actually available on Duchenne high school's website um, and we have a link to it in the story and it details, you know, like all the hardships. Like stu- we visited with students that uh, made sea biscuits, which is really a very rough. <laughs> I was going to
0: ask about that before yeah. we ended today because yeah. there's a <laughs> the, yeah. the picture in here <laughs> that Lisa took of the student trying to, yeah. I guess, break it apart is quite, yeah, quite she, something. She
1: had a good go at it, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's hard tack. Um, you know, it's flour, water, and it's cooked for hours at a time or baked it up for hours at a time to dehydrate it, to take all that moisture out of it. Um, But it was a necessity for a long voyage. I mean, she was on a ship for, you know, 70 days, you know, coming across the Atlantic. So uh, they had to pack things like that. And what I found really impressive about the Academy, um, you know, they don't try to sugarcoat her story you know there's a lot of wonderful things that she did you know coming here uh, and starting schools in the United States but there were a lot of hardships you know they didn't have very much money she had to scramble to find get passports put together for her and her fellow sisters that came over Um, and so they talk about those things in detail and it's important they said to keep that you know that history continuing so students understand the great sacrifice that, that was made so they can have what they have now.
0: Yeah, and uh, listeners to the podcast might know that we did a little um, story on St. Uh, Philippine Duchenne when her star was unveiled in the Walk of Fame mm-hmm. in Del Mar. So mm-hmm. we had a whole um, episode all on that, but it really is a fascinating story that we have a saint mm-hmm. who lived and worked here in the St. Louis area mm-hmm. r- among the same places that we live and work and and worship today i mean it's really Mm -hmm. really cool um i don't know that this really is a question or anything but i'm just noticing in the picture here and the the habit the Mm -hmm. the student who's dressed in the habit of uh saint philippine duchenne's time Mm -hmm. the the head dressing you know it kind of like i don't know how you can see left to right with that like it looks like Mm -hmm. it's blocking your vision Mm -hmm. you know your peripheral vision so Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's more meaning to that but um Mm -hmm. that's just one thing i'm i'm struck by, as I'm looking at this, how the, that must have limited her. Right. I, I don't know. I just, you know, yeah. you're, 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 here you are coming to a strange country mm-hmm. and you have this headdress part of your habit. That's mm-hmm. kind of keeping your vision limited mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something about that um, mm-hmm. speaks to me a little bit um, deeper, but right. ultimately uh, the students, it seemed, I, I guess we're, were moved by this. This was a mm-hmm. good impactful lesson mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and a good way to mark 200 years of Catholic education here in St. Louis. Right? right.
1: Definitely. And they're, Going to continue that celebration throughout the year. They have a number of things coming up. Um, the big one is in September. I believe it's September 7th. Uh, they're going to have a reenactment of St. Rose Philippine Duchenne's arrival, uh, and they're going to do that down at uh, Frontier Park uh, along the Missouri River there in St. Charles. So um, that should be a really neat experience. And um, the pilgrimages. Uh, there was a group, the um, Society of Servant Pilgrims, um, led by Ann C. Ben was her name? We did a story on that last year, um, and she and a small group made uh, a pilgrimage by foot um, from Kansas all the way to St. Charles. Uh, and they're going to do that again twice this year. So we have a, yeah. a link to information on that in the story. Um, and it sounds like all are welcome if you've got the stamina and the courage to do something like that. I encourage you to do it.
0: <laughs> and just so people are aware, why why Kansas?
1: Oh Sugar Creek yes um, because she that was uh, eventually later in her life she did finally make it to Kansas Um, and the way it was described back then was you know her desire was to come here and educate what was known then as savages that's the term that they used at the time but now we know as Native Americans and so um, she didn't necessarily get to do a lot of that right away She, she got to work you know here in in the st louis area but eventually later in her life she made it to kansas to do that kind of
0: work yeah so that uh that pilgrimage will be going uh, taking place again twice this year mm-hmm. so people can join in on that mm-hmm. there's other events listed here and then like we mentioned earlier a recipe for sea biscuits or hard tech yes uh, all all is part of the story so this is really yeah. an all-encompassing sort of 200th Anniversary story here. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of great things to celebrate yeah. throughout the year. Yeah,
1: so. definitely. We'll be hearing more from them in in 2018 for sure.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah. Lots more to come um, throughout the year when it, when it comes to Catholic education. We have a lot to celebrate. So that's right. Yep. Jennifer, keep up the good work. Thanks for coming on the Catholic Gateway Podcast and talking about your story.
1: Great. Thank you.
0: And to check out this story and more from Jennifer, make sure to read the St. Louis Review online at st. or in the paper dated February 5th through 11th, 2018. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast. We always welcome story tips and ideas for the podcast. Just send them to communications at archstl.org. That's communications at ArchSTL.org. Make sure to connect with us on social media to stay up to date with what's going on here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis. We're on Twitter, at ArchSTL is our handle there, at ArchSTL. And we're on Instagram, at CatholicSTL. And you should follow the St. Louis Review. They're on Facebook. Also Twitter and Instagram under the handle, at st louis review that's st lewis review the catholic gateway podcast is a production of the archdiocese of st louis i'm your host gabe jones we hope you'll join us again next time here in the gateway to the west the rome of the west catholic st louis